Um, okay. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. Um, welcome back. This is uh, episode number eight of the, you should fact check this podcast. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's the end of March We're we're getting towards the end of March and the war is still, you know, it's still cooking on. Um, Dude, I haven't um, even looked at the war. Well, yeah. So that's the thing, you know, I I've, I've heard this from a lot of people. I've, you know, I've felt it as well, but we're not attached to it. There's so that's little. Our war. Right. I mean, it took 48 to 72 hours for everyone. Really most people in the U S to be like, I've got other things to worry about. Yeah. So, um, which hopefully means we're not going to get nuked. Uh, and no, I don't think that that's what that means, but yeah, I hope, I hope not. I hope this doesn't escalate. Um, but you know, our president is saying some iffy stuff. Um, he's the man. He, he is a man. Um, he recently said that Putin, there needs to be a regime change. Um, and, and that's not what you want. That's not giving Putin any olive branch to like back out of this. Um, it, it makes it unclear whether we're actually looking for peace talks. Um, I thought, never mind. Keep talking. It's just, it's just really unclear. I think that, you know, we, we've made our stance that we're not going to send troops into Ukraine, but we haven't made the stance that we don't want this war to continue. Um, that's not obvious. I don't think, and it should be obvious. It should be obvious that we don't want this happening and peace talks should be number one. Like that's one of the things that is just confusing for me is the Vladimir Zelensky or whatever. Um, the president of Ukraine, you know, we're giving Ukraine tons and tons of weapons, which is great. We should let them defend themselves, but we should be looking for some like way to end this as efficiently as possible. Um, and it does not seem like that is in the cards. Um, Zelensky seems to just be kind of like feeding off the limelight right now and continuing to, you know, push his, which he should, you know, he's on their country's under attack. But I mean, when he, when we get an opportunity to have a peace talk, it should be option number one. Like we should figure it out as soon as possible. And I know that like the Donbass, the Eastern part of Ukraine is very Russian. Um, and there's been civil strife through there for, forever since like 2000 early 2000s um and you know at some point there's got to be some concessions i think and um i don't know i don't know it like i said it's not clear that that's actually being looked at as a real possibility Hmm. so but biden said that what his statement was was moral outrage and not a policy change so we have a president Getting pissed off, off of talking. Yeah, Good. exactly. Fantastic. That's what we, that's what we need. Yeah. Because 
Didn't the last one get like fired for that? Didn't he get like booted <laughs> off Twitter or something for that? Like, how is that different? Well, I think the difference okay. is is um, I don't think Trump ever did it off of emotion. Yeah, it wasn't emotion. No. Um, yeah. Whereas Biden is just a, an emotional sack of old. Yeah, bags. I mean he's just old, man. I mean, I'm looking at the news for Apple News right now, and it's Trump and Biden right in front, and like it's the last people that I want to see as faces of our fucking country. Right. Like legitimately. Oh, Will Smith, the president. Oh my God. Obviously he can't handle <laughs> his goddamn emotions either. That was ridiculous. That was, ah, oh man, I love Will Smith, but that was pathetic, dude. Oh, I was just reading. Apparently they have some back history. Do they? Yeah. That wasn't a one-off thing. There's no way. <sighs> that- There's no way. I am so surprised. Okay, so if anyone doesn't understand the context of what we're talking about, um, at the Oscars last night, um, uh, I'm spacing. Chris what's, Rock. Chris Rock was, you know, head of the monologuing. Yeah, monologuing, um, giving off jokes and roasting people, um, and he roasted Jada Pinkett Smith um, uh, about her alopecia. Um, and said that she was going to be the next G.I. Jane. Um, 2.0. 2.0. There you go. And, uh, you know, it was weird because you saw Will Smith laugh at first. Yeah, but then if you look at her, she is not happy. No, she's not happy, but God damn it. Like, you're losing your hair. Who gives a shit? You're an actress. You can't, you gotta, if you're losing your hair and someone makes a joke about it, you gotta laugh. Like, that's funny shit. It's, it's not, it's nothing that you can control. So what's like, what's going on? I don't know. So that, I mean, that was just, and then Will Smith got up on stage, slapped the shit out of Chris Rock live live television. Uh, I like how it was a slap too. I like how it was open-handed. It wasn't like a punch. It was open-handed. I mean, goddamn, if he actually punched him, I mean, there's no way he would have gone and just sat down back in the crowd. Right. Um, and then just the emotion afterwards, like keep my yeah. wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And then on the second one, you could see him like you could see the adrenaline because he's saying it in front of everybody. He's fucking on TV yeah. and he's you could tell like he's like sh- shaking a little bit. And then yeah. Chris Rock being like, God damn, I will, man. Like <laughs> at, at that point, you were like, holy shit, this is real. Yeah. When Chris Rock said this is he's like, all right. You're like, what the fuck? Just, <laughs> what yeah. just happened? He was like, it's a G.I. Jane joke. Yeah. Yeah. That was um, I mean, I think it just it it says more than anything that, you know, celebrities are just normal ass people and no, they they can't control their emotions just like a, a lot of people. people. Huh? They're privileged, normal ass people. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I mean, Will Smith's a fantastic actor. He's worked his ass off. So it's not like he's yeah. just, he's not just a normal guy. He's willing to work harder than most people and he's talented. But the best actor. I mean, of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, assaulting Chris Rock on stage in front of a live, like live streaming. That's just, I don't know. That was. 
I thought it was a joke. Charlie told me about it this morning and I thought, I thought I was like, Oh, it's probably like a yeah. bit or something. Yeah. No watching. It, I thought it was too, but then it was like, Ooh, yeah. Well, and then it, it just further, further draws along. Not my narrative, not my narrative, but the narrative of just black, angry man, you know, a privileged black, angry man. Not my narrative. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> way to, way to clarify that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I've never thought of Will Smith as angry. Like even when I saw that, when I saw that, I was like, that just seems so out of character. Well, who knows what his character is? Right. I mean, obviously, but he's a great actor. You, you watch him in the movies and you see him on interviews and stuff. And he seems like just a personable guy who just worked his ass off. He's the fresh prince, you know, it's just like, you'd never, you'd think after all these years of taking criticism and all of that shit from people all over the world that you'd be able to handle a little bit of, uh, shit talking to your wife. wife. (laughs) Right. And I I mean, God damn. That's also, that's also old fashioned though. Like that's also very old fashioned. Like don't let another man speak about your wife like that. Yeah. And it was very old fashioned, especially in the black community. Yeah. I don't know, man. It was so like, also that aspect. it's kind of respectable, but also just like he, for one, he's a comedian. Like Chris rocks a legitimate, like that, he's a comedian, right? That's what he does. Clearly not good. Really? <laughs> I thought it was funny, but, um, and yeah. I'm sure a lot of people would as well. If they were, everyone laughed. Yeah, well, they laughed. didn't actually. That's why he said eh, that was a good one. People were like, "Oh, yeah." It was more. It it didn't receive like a lot of his other jokes were receiving, but yeah. you know, that's it was something to see, um, and for him to be able to get it going again after that, props. That's yeah. That's a tough one to come back from getting slapped in the face on stage. That's open, man. I I guess. What's yeah. your bull take of the day? I really don't have one. Um, you never have one. I know. I don't know. I don't, I feel like I don't have bold takes unless I'm like in the moment thinking about it. You know, like when we get deep into something. Mm. Okay, well, let me bring up the story for you. All right, let's go. This is a bold story of the day. Okay, okay. so. In Missoula, right now, the Missoulian, which is our newspaper, just came out with a story about this coffee roasting company called Black Coffee Roasters. Small business. They do their own grinding and uh, wholesale coffee. Okay. And then they also have like a storefront where they have baristas and you can go in and get a cup of coffee. So, small business, locally owned. Okay. So, it just came out that they're employees are unionizing um, because they're not getting paid enough. What? Um, so their baristas are unionizing against owners because they want more pay. So Quit. Uh, they're getting paid. <laughs> they're, they're getting paid. Um, they were getting paid $10 an hour plus tips plus paid time off 
um, flexible scheduling, um, matched IRA contributions. Are you okay. joking? And now they went to the owners and were saying, like, we need more pay because we can't live in Missoula. So they bumped up the pay to $13 an hour plus tips plus all of that other stuff. And now they've come out and said that's still not enough. We're unionizing. Like, as baristas, we put out a very good product. Missoula, you guys need to come so- show your support. You need to tell the owners of Black Coffee Roaster Company that, um, we are not being treated fairly and we need to be paid more because we can't live in Missoula off this pay. Baristas. Oh my God. Dude, I don't even, (laughs) I'm so pissed off right now. (laughs) I don't even. Okay. First of all, there's, first of all, there should be like a size restriction to your business to be able to unionize. Um, yeah, but they're doing it. I know. I I get it. They're called the third, the third wave worker union. Something like that. I mean, that's stupid as shit, dude. If you're a barista, (laughs) if you're no fucking seriously if you're a barista and you want more pay go start your own fucking coffee business or just get a different damn job right not a minimum wage like literally anyone can learn how to make coffee yeah but what i'm saying is that if that's your fucking passion if making coffee is your fucking passion and you don't think you're getting paid enough start your own coffee company don't bitch to the fucking uh owner because they can't pay you anymore yeah that's or the Missouli dude, the newspaper. Don't go to damn the newspaper and get a story written on you. Like, oh, that's, I mean, that's, that's honestly, that's just kind of business as well. That is, oh, um, I mean, yeah, the, you've got to just quit. Yeah. You've got to I mean, quit. They won't. And they're all like, they're all like, one of the quotes was like, um, like we initially wanted to stop, but we felt so empowered that oh, we course. had to keep going. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. No, I, I mean, as soon as anyone, this is the same shit that happens to fucking politicians when they get into office and the same shit that happened yeah. when COVID hit and all these politicians felt that fucking little ounce of power that they actually had. And they were just fucking grasping at straws to try and hold on to it. I mean, who, yeah. who, what, it's a tiny coffee company. And you're fucking unionizing. Look it up, Look it up dude. Black coffee roasting company. That, I mean, that. You, you know what's crazy is Tesla has, has not unionized. Tesla employees have not unionized. And they have 100,000 employees. That's pretty impressive. Look, look up Black, Rosting, Black Coffee Roasting Company, Missoula, Montana. You'll see how big I, it is. Dude, I'm just going to fucking go donate to the owner. Yeah. Black coffee. Roasting company. If like, obviously, if you're not watching, you can't see anyway, but like it, <clears throat> it's maybe. It just looks like a big garage. It's not like a massive coffee place. It looks like a big garage where they roast all their own beans and they distribute out of that garage. 
Uh, Starbucks. Maybe. Maybe two people working at a time. Yeah, well, I mean, they're they've, open, they've got they're open 7.30 to 2. It's not like they're working 8 to 5. Go get like, another job after. Yeah. Get a second job. Right? So that, that means they're only open five days a week. So that means if you're working every shift, which you know they're not, if you're working every shift five days a week for six hours, you're working 30 hours a week. What shit do you afford to live in Missoula? Like, no, you can't afford to live anywhere. Go get a second job. Go invest in your life and go to college or some stupid I don't, shit. Oh like my that. God, dude, I don't understand this. Uh, people that just don't understand how business fucking works are out of their goddamn mind. Well, because if they raise their wages, then they have to raise the price of their cup of coffee. Now their cup of coffee is six or seven dollars. For a 12 ounce Americano, no one's gonna buy a six or seven dollar 12 ounce Americano. Therefore, if you don't get anybody to buy your coffee because it's so damn expensive, no one's gonna come into the coffee roastery. And if no one comes to the coffee roastery, then you don't have a damn job. Dude, this quote right here, I mean, you said it, but we're trying to make the community aware that we really need their support. If they like what we're doing and they like the product we serve, we should. They should reach out to the owners and let them know that they think the union is a good thing for their business. Who gives a shit what other people think is good for your business? That is yeah. so goddamn dumb. And also, it's not like they don't necessarily have to raise prices. However, at that point, those owners have to make the decision to make less money on an investment they right. made where they spent Which lots of money. Right. They spent lots of money to get this thing going and they, yeah. they have liabilities. They have all sorts of different, they have insurance they have to pay. I'm sure that they have debt on some of the stuff. They're the ones taking the risk. They should reap the right. rewards. Right. This is so dumb. Not the brief. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If you're passionate about coffee and you're one of these baristas, you don't think you're getting paid enough. Go start another coffee company. Right. That's right? too much hard work. Yeah. This is, <laughs> uh, I'm just, <clears throat> so I don't. Is that ridiculous? Uh, yeah. This makes me so mad. <sighs> yeah. And it, like what the main, the main speaker, he's like, I moved from Seattle to Missoula and living wages are similar, but we get paid less here. Why'd you move from Seattle to Missoula to uh, become a barista? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you joking? Oh my god, dude! Why have know. you moved? Why have you moved from Seattle to barista or Seattle <laughs> to Missoula to be a damn barista? Like, I love that he was I, a barista in Seattle as well, and decided that yeah. It was his passion, but but he, but he didn't want to do it unless he was working for somebody where he got benefits and all sorts of different right. stuff. Like those, Dude, the fact that they're even getting benefits as baristas is ridiculous. Take oh, it's, time it's, off. It is absurd. An IRA match as a all, barista. 
running a small business like that, people don't understand how fucking difficult it is. Um, yeah, well, I, yeah, I see it every damn day. Right. I mean, you, your family owns small business. My family owns a small business. It's, it's yeah. not, you, you, you don't, you're not doing it like, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun, man. I mean, it's you can, you can love it, but nine, 65 to 90% of it is just shit. Like you're just getting yeah. shit on. Um, yeah. And then like, hopefully one day your shit actually takes off and people love it. And then you're not getting shit on as much, but there's so right. much shit, shit. <laughs> there's so much shit. It's, you know, it's so, I, I, if I was, if, if that person came to me and I was the newspaper, I would have written, I think these people should start their own coffee company. And then gone into the story. I think it's messed up on the newspaper's part to even pick the story up, dude. Right. It's ridiculous. Okay. First off, I don't know if these are employees in the picture. They um, are. Or I don't know. Is one of them the owner? But no, let me tell you. Those aren't the owners. The picture of pay me more. Right. It what? They are the picture of pay me more. Oh yeah. No, hundred percent. Like, yeah. Unfortunately it's, it's, it's a pretty obvious look. People. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's upsetting. This yeah. is uh none of them look like they work hard. I'm sorry. None of them. One of them has pink hair. Well, that is yellow by the way. Is it yellow? I can't, I'm not looking at it anymore. I just, Man, I don't. I, I we. I'm done with this. We've got to move on to something else. That's just like one of the most upsetting things that I've seen. That was. It was on the front page of the paper today. Front page that picture. Well, for first off, the reason that it's on the front page is because everyone is having the same goddamn reaction. Anyone that, anyone that doesn't look like these people in this picture is having the same reaction as we're having. They better be. Or at least people who understand. Which unfortunately so. we, we might you might they might not be a lot, but everyone is like, wait, There's, unionizing? I thought that only happened when the company got fucking big. Not a 15 person coffee shop. Right. So at a <laughs> At a, at a business where you have four employees, the way to know how much you have to pay is, are you getting employees? We have 50 employees at Vernon's, right? Um, just under right. 50. <clears throat> if we have a position where we can't hire someone, we raise the pay, right? We don't have everybody deciding on what they should get paid and then making the decision from there. Right. If you're not getting paid enough and you work at a small business, quit, find a different job and then it'll tell them that they need to pay more or someone else will fill the spot. Yeah. Quite frankly, if I was the owner, I would fire these people. That's what my mom said too. Yeah, I, w- I would fire that. Have you read the comments? No. Why bother starting a union? It is so lucrative to operate your own coffee company. 
company that you can take pay demands from workers, then why not start your own coffee company? That's what I'm saying. That's what I said. That's exactly <laughs> what I said. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> These people are customers out, will out pay for lunch. their de- customers. Customers will pay their demands. Higher prices will eventually force you socialists out of an affordable cup of coffee, just like higher taxes to make Missoula a more affordable city to rent or buy. And you can't fix stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That, it, dude. These people. It's just ridiculous. It's and, just, and it's just you, ridiculous. You know what's unfortunate is how big is Missoula? Ooh, 60,000. These people are going to get. And I think Missoula is probably on the smarter end. There's wealthy people there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So these people are not going to just. Oh, they're going to get shit on. Yeah. They're going to get roasted, dude. Constantly. They've really set themselves up. I've thought about going to the coffee shop and being like, you guys are dumb. You guys (laughs) are dumb. (laughs) Just walking in. Hey, can I, can I make my own cup of coffee and then I'll just give the money to the owner? Yeah. Oh gosh. I, like they're not going to get hired again. No, you I mean, Google search on their names and it comes up and they, it's like, you're not hiring that. I would never hire any of those people. That yeah. is, you know, that's, and I hate to say, I hate to be like a stereotypical, like they look, they look like they don't, you know, work hard, but like they look like they don't work hard. <clears throat> well, it's yeah. I'm not, it's just, they kind of look like they don't work hard, but they also look like the people that are going to be like, Hey, we, you know what we really should do? We should fucking get paid more. This is bullshit. We're making good coffee. We should get paid more. <laughs> so, you know, this coffee's like really good. We have like 50 regulars. These coffee, this coffee's good. And it's, it's, it's like the essence of fucking honestly privileged. Yeah. Like there are children working in mines in countries for nothing. They don't start a union. <laughs> they get beat with sticks. That's their union well, is they, getting well, beat with sticks. Well, these people are wearing all organic clothing, so they don't, don't, oh, they don't know. Shit, about you're right. People. No, well, actually, yeah. they're helping those people. They've got clear consciences, if that's the right word. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, man. That's uh, I figured. I figured you'd love that story. I I hate it with a burning passion. Um, that's my that's my bold story of the day, bold statement of the day. Yeah, dude, that's a lot of bold statements. So the the biggest <coughs> the fucking biggest bold statement is start your own company. Like, go start yeah. your own coffee company. Let's like show yeah. them how easy it is. That's a uh, ludicrous. Um, and I'm telling you right now. Like, I like okay. I've worked. Tell it to him. Part of my parents, part of my parents' business is a coffee company. Yeah, it's a coffee. It's a coffee. It's bracing. Yep. People don't come in for the tasty coffee. They come in for the convenience of the coffee. Oh yeah, that's why Starbucks is so, so big. Oh yeah, it don't. It doesn't matter if you're putting out great coffee. Yeah. Like if you're putting out good coffee, and you're placed right downtown, right next to an office building, you're gonna be busy. Yeah. But people aren't gonna drive out of your way 
and pay a shit ton of money for a cup of coffee if it tastes like a cup of coffee. Yeah. Milk is milk. Steamed milk is milk. Coffee's coffee. I know there's better co- coffee out there than coffee, but like, come on now. Uh, yeah, man. I don't even, I don't drink coffee, so I've, I've never had coffee. I don't know if coffee's good or coffee's bad. So, I mean, all, all I know, some. all I know is that most business is based off of convenience. Yeah. And that's, you know, just a segue and I'm not even going to segue into anything. I'm just going to state this. Um, but that's why the metaverse is terrifying because convenience, if you can stay in your room, but you can travel to Paris, you will choose that. I will. Occasionally. We might have no. some that don't. Think how unparalleled it's going to be when the metaverse opens up. How what? How not busy it's going to be. You could go there and just be in Paris alone. That's mad true. That'd be sick, dude. Yeah. I mean, the, the streets are going to be terrifying once the metaverse really kicks in. There's just going to be no wow. one out there. It's going to be like. Oh, yeah. Do you actually think that'll happen? No, I don't think so. But um, I was just watching Ready Player One. Right. I think that there is actually a greater than 0% chance that that happens, which is scary. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not even going to buy any of it. The I don't have VR, an Oculus. Yes. Um, I'm not getting it. And I'm not f- ever going to get any of it. The thing that is scary the most is the people who own the hardware own the air, the thing, right? So iPhone, they own their platform. They make the hardware. So pretty much everything that goes on to the iPhone, Apple has control over. Right. The leader in the metaverse, this artificial, whatever, you know, life is Facebook is meta. And they're leading by a lot. Right. Um, so if you hate Facebook, the metaverse is a terrifying idea because Facebook is in control currently and it's because of their hardware. And that means that they will have control over the whole thing. So but it's that's just like, you have to like, <laughs> Okay, so I saw this. Like, there are definitely people that are predetermined to be in the metaverse, and some people that aren't going to be in the metaverse. Like, I saw this this tweet from a newscaster in town, and he was just randomly polling people who followed him. Like, what's your guys' screen time per day? Zero to three was the lowest option. Zero to three hours. And then it went three to yeah was the lowest option. Yeah, and then it went three to five, five to seven, seven plus. 87% of people were three plus hours on their screen. 20% of people were seven plus. Well, I mean, unfortunately, like, I think that in it, it depends on the business that you're in. I'm at, I'm definitely the three to seven area. Well, that's because you're marketing on it. 
Well, yeah. I mean, I do everything on my laptop. I have to be on my laptop yeah. and I, that's where I work. Right. But like um, how much of that is social media time? Less than 1%. Yeah. So that's metaverse is right. Social. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is like, if you're spending seven plus hours on screen, metaverse, like social media, then yeah, you're going to be more drawn towards the metaverse. Oh yeah. But like if you're at zero to three hours of social media, like you're going to not be. Wait, that was just metaverse. social media. Yeah. How is that possible? I don't know. I don't. I oh my don't God. Know. Like you have to be such a boring fucking person to spend that much time on social media. Like legitimately so, so boring. No, you're just a boring person. Like I would not want to talk with you. So, so many people just live their lives with other people. I literally like I can look through. I think Instagram reels is actually a fantastic product. Um, it's, it's, it's predicting. Yeah, it's good. And they're good. Like there's fu- like good stuff to watch. Um, yeah. I, I enjoy watching it. However, I sit on there for like five minutes and I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And if you can continue That's doing a- that constantly and reels just came out not too long ago, really. I mean, it's um, basically TikTok, Right. But, and TikTok is super addicting, but it's so addicting that you can feel it, right? It's like overtly addicting to the point where you're like, this is not good for me. I need to stop. And so I don't even, yeah, well, I don't open it because I know that it's just terrible and I feel like shit after I use it. Yeah, I I have it for, I have it for business. Other than that, I had, I didn't have it on my phone until we started using it, but it's, um, I just, I like, can't imagine that you are a contributor to the world at all. If you're spending more than an hour or two on social media a day. Well, you're monetizing social media. No, I mean, probably not. (laughs) Like, honestly, the the people that are actually making money off of social media aren't the ones that are spending multiple hours a day on social media, unless you're a marketer who's using social media. That's different. I mean, they're probably just building content for social media. Yeah, no. Well, yes, but like, okay, if you're a net, if you're a net creator, then you're giving something. But if you're a net taker, then you're not. So if you're, if you're creating more content than you're consuming on social media, then you could have an argument that you're doing all right. But 95 to 99% of people that are on social media are net takers, right? They're not creating as much content as they're taking in. And I'm guilty of that. I don't create as much content on social media as I consume but I consume oh, yeah. very little. Right. I'm I creating have those in days where other I, places. I definitely have those days where I'll do much, much more social media than I do on other days, but it is nowhere near over two hours. No. Well, the difference, the difference is your job is not a content creator, right? Oh yeah. My job is very all person in person. 
Yeah. So if you are a well, content, I could use my, I could use content to create more business. Yes, but absolutely. I don't know how to do that. I, I'll I'll teach you. I can show you. But Why not? um, if your job inherently is content creation, and you're spending more time receiving content than creating content, then you're losing. Right. In my mind. Um, because I think you'll learn a lot more from the content that you try and create than the content that you take in. Um, yeah. and like there, there is a, there's a, there's a place where you have to consume some of the content to understand what's going on. Um, right. but you know, you should, uh, you should be a 51% creator rather than consumer. Um, Yeah. I don't know, man. This is speaking of speaking of social media and all of that. Um, did you see that Elon said that he's seriously thinking about starting a new social media company or a new social media? Really? Yeah. So do you think I'd go on the Tesla talk socks ticker? Do you think he could? No, new one? I, it wouldn't be Tesla related. I don't think, um, you think it'd be new, it'd be a new stock ticker. Well, so that's not really how businesses work, but, um, possibly I just want to invest, you know, I want to make money off it. Right. I mean, so not your business doesn't immediately go to become. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I know um, you have to do it private and then you got to get public and then you go. Yeah. Right. So he, he tweeted. Um, he tweeted a poll the other day saying free speech is essential to a fun, uh, functioning democracy. Do you believe Twitter rigorously adheres to this principle? Um, obviously the answers were yes and no. Um, 30% of people said yes, which is honestly insane. And 70% of people said no. Um, and then he subtweeted that he said the consequences of this poll will be important. Please vote carefully. Um, which, you know, from that you could guess that he was probably going thinking about creating something of his own that would compete with Twitter. Then he quote tweets it after the thing, after the poll ends. And he said, given that Twitter serves as a de facto public times square, Failing to adhere to free speech principles fundamentally undermines democracy. What should be done? Um, and then under that, he said, is a new platform needed? Obviously, everyone said yes. And then he said, I'm seriously considering this. So, you know, I don't think that I don't think that creating a social media that um, adheres strictly to free speech principles is actually super time consuming. I think that it's, it's something that you would create and then it would kind of just sit as it is. There wouldn't, you wouldn't need much maintenance on it because they wouldn't be trying to manipulate people um, to get more, you know, interest. So I feel like, I feel like Twitter runs the world. 
Twitter does. It's kind of scary because we're like, like, like even right now, where, where with, else do you get, where else do you get news? Like right. you personally? Well, me, like I get wherever I, I go. I get news from, from Apple news, from, um, independent journalists on Substack, from podcasts. Um, but like if I want up but to also Twitter, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. If I want up to minute, like when I, when the war broke out, I was on Twitter constantly trying to figure out what was going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. and that's, I, I thought about that a lot at the beginning because I was like, you know, this is the first time that we've had a legitimate war with social media in the mix. And, um, it just leaves, there's so much questioning involved. Yeah. Um, because there's no, there's no legitimate sources anymore. Right. Like it's really, really hard. And especially on Twitter where, you know, even on Twitter, you have this feeling that when you read something, it's possible that it's fact and you'll probably take it more that it's real than it's not. Right. Um, so reading something that just any random person tweeted off of Twitter kind of gives it some awkward legitimacy that makes right. it feel more real to you when it could be yeah. the most bullshit thing. So you have to like, look at it super like you, you can't take any of this shit with any legitimacy until you right. have it fact checked in fact checking. What is fact checking anymore? The, the fact checkers who fact checked the whole Russia uh, or the whole Ukraine Biden laptop thing. Yeah. All bullshit. There weren't real yeah. fact checkers. Right. It's real. It was a real thing. And they were saying fact checkers say that this is a illegitimate uh, argument or whatever. Um, yeah. And then it just comes out that the whole Biden uh, Hunter Biden laptop story was real. Um, so like there's an unbelievable, I don't even know, what that story is. The, I don't even know. I, I haven't really wanted to look into it because it's been so, you know, on, on the, uh, forefront of things. And it's just seems like a big mess right now, but you know, obviously there's some corruption in Ukraine. That's clear. And the Biden family is involved. Um, and Hunter Biden, who was a drug addict, that's not saying anything against him being able to do things, but he was a drug addict. Right. Made millions of dollars off of the Ukraine. And part of it, there were statements where he said, and this part goes to the big man, right? Referring to Biden, the president of the United States. So, I mean, if you didn't imagine if that was, imagine if that was DTJ, right? Donald Trump. I mean, this would be the, and it was it was weird when it when it all broke out. There were so many left leaning people that were very dismissive of it saying, who cares anymore? People are still on this laptop thing. And it's like, are you kidding me? There were 35 freaking, um, like independent sources that were supposed to be legitimate sources saying that this wasn't a real thing. This should be, just so one, much 
This should be one yeah. of the most important topics that there is because it proves that there's an unbelievable amount of corruption within our po politics and our media. Right. And they're way more intertwined they sh than they should ever be. I mean, to think yep. that a president, um, to think that an 80 year old man is going to go in to be president to make $400,000 is you're out of your goddamn mind. Is he 80? He's 78, 76. Jeez. I don't know. My grandpa's 86 well, he and he looks better. Doesn't he already have like, doesn't he still get paid for vice presidency? Don't they get, is that, or is that just president who gets paid for the rest of their life? Um, I'm not sure, honestly, in the, the whole pay. I mean, they could get paid more than $400,000, but they're not making a lot of money. Um, and that's why lobbying works so well. Right. Yeah. Like lobbying shouldn't be a thing. Right. Because it is, it, it, I mean, it pretty much turns big companies into oligarchs, right? Because these people, these companies with significant amount, significant amounts of cash are able to persuade governments one way or the other. That shouldn't be a thing. Just right. like people who make laws around companies shouldn't be able to vote in the stock market. They shouldn't be able to vote with their dollar because that makes it illegitimate. Right. They can definitely manipulate that to make themselves richer. Right. There's, I mean, uh, and I don't necessarily think that it's the fault of the way that the government was set up because so much has changed so quickly in the past hundred years that it would be yeah. impossible to foresee how all of this could get played out. However, right. we have a terrible system. We have a great system for creating laws. We have a terrible system for getting rid of laws is one problem. So we have all of these laws and restrictions that should not be things. Um, right. And then none of the founding fathers were going to live founding fathers. were going to live long enough to, have to get rid of laws. Right. I mean, because the lifespan was fucking 30 years. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's, there's so many problems with our government and, well, also laws get enacted for four years and then they immediately get tossed away once there's a new party in the, in the office. Right. Well, and it's not even, I think, I think laws are less problems there, but it's more, you know, where are we going as a country? Right. What are our goals? What are our aspirations as a country? That every four years that changes and that right. sets us up for you know, volatility and failure. Yeah. Um, that's why, you know, if you've, if you've seen, if you know who Ray Dalio is, you know, the, the changing of the world order. And he talks about how the U S is on the decline and China is on the rise. And that is because China has a dictator and he can foresee 50 to 70 year plans to change the course of his country. Right. And I'm not saying that we should move to something like that, but it, it there is, there needs to be some understanding. There needs to be some more humility from the people who are involved in running the country to try and move our country in the same direction. 
which is right. up, right? If we want to continue being the, the biggest power, we have to have some consistency. Cause if like, if you have a, if you're, if you're part of a company and every, and we can make it shorter because companies' lives are shorter than countries' lives. Um, every two years, you get a new CEO and the new CEO completely changes course. There are segments, yeah, there are segments of that business that have no idea what they're doing every two years. Right? Because this business is so big that it's nearly impossible to set a course for every single individual over four years. Right. So at some point we have, we are paying these groups of people to do nearly nothing because they have no course of action. They have no idea which way we're going right. and it continues to change there. I mean, I have no idea how to change a system. I think one of the best ways that we could do it is increase pay to um, officials like senators to Congress people to presidents to baristas. Baristas, fuck, good callback. Um, but if we increase pay, the 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 problem is the intelligent people, the people that aren't just fucking trying to bullshit everybody are starting businesses because there's way more money in starting a fantastic business than there is in becoming a politician. And we have to somehow poach those people from starting a business to running States to running the country, because that's in, in, in reality, it's the most important business because if the country is doing well, why don't you run for office? For one, I'm not 35. And for two, I, I don't think that I would be a very good head of state. I don't think that I would be a, a good president. I'll just start with the school board. The school board. <laughs> um, no, I uh, have little to no interest in doing that because I have interest in starting businesses and reaping the rewards of that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how to change the system, but I think that the the first course of action should be to increase pay and to connect that pay to the financial outcomes of the state or country. Um, if your state thrives and you thrive. Yes. So, and I don't know how you would do that because yeah. there leads to a lot of corruption in those aspects as well, I'm sure. But, you know, there's, there's gotta be more incentive to create a fantastic business out of the States and out of the countries. Um, I don't know. I think that I'm honestly terrified because I think, uh, China, um, is going to end up taking over as the leading power. Um, not necessarily, they don't even have to take over militarily anymore because everything's monetary. You know, we see it right now. We're not in a physical war with Russia, but we are, I mean, we essentially dropped an economic nuclear bomb on Russia by sanctioning them to the point where they can't even operate in the world. Um, nothing, you don't have to do anything militarily anymore. If China becomes the reserve currency, if their digital yuan becomes the reserve currency, then 
we are, we're done. Like the United States is no longer the major power. And there are trends towards that. The only thing that I see beating that out is Bitcoin being the reserve currency. Um, but I'm not sure. You don't think the U.S. dollar will do it? You don't think we'll pull our head out of our ass? Well, so the, the biggest problem with that is to do that, we have to have a recession. Um, because we can't continue pumping liquidity into the market with without completely destroying our currency. Um, but we won't have a recession. Yeah, and that leads back to the politicians. Not looking that way. Because the politicians aren't willing to be the one that does that. You know? The way the stock market's looking, and we're definitely not having a recession. Um, I don't think that that's obvious yet. I think that we're going to go through extreme volatility prior to a recession. And we've never had a recession. We, we've never not had a recession when oil has been over $120 a barrel. Um, and it currently is. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Oil is stupid. How expensive is it down there? It's cheap here. I mean, not cheap, but relatively it's we're at How much? 380. Uh, what are you guys? Four, at? 430. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, I think get, I think we'll get a bus six by the end of the summer. Well, so it was already predicted that California was going to get over seven prior to the war. Well, they're already above seven. Right. That's what I'm saying. They were supposed and, to get to seven yeah. prior to the war during the summer, prior to the knowledge of the war happening. It was predicted that they would get to $7 a gallon by summer. And then they also have a gas tax. Actually, this is for gas. So I'm, I, th- I think most states, Montana probably doesn't, but lots of states do have a gas tax. Um, we're free for all up here. Yeah. Well, you're very, you're going to start riding my bike. You guys are very American except for your coffee companies. Um, oh, the employees are coffee. Yes, you're right. The baristas. Um, no, very American except our cities. Yeah. Well, our cities are, especially in places like that, the cities, I mean, you see it in Texas as well. Texas is a red state, but they have lots of hints of blue. Um, yeah. Austin, Austin, Dallas is leaning yeah. more blue. Um, you know that when, when you get more people together, people begin to become more democratic. Um, I'm not really sure why that is, but you know, a bit interesting sociological case study. I'm sure people have done it, but oil actually, the oil per barrel actually dropped below $100 per barrel to $99.76 per barrel. We're doing it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I think, uh, I, I, I don't see a possibility of us not going through a recession. 
but I have no idea. I, I mean, you should fact check this because we're just morons. <laughs> All, right. All right. Ready for this next one? Yeah. Have you heard the name Leah Thomas? Uh, yeah, but I have no idea in what context. She's the transgender swimmer that just won the national oh. championship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nope. Definitely no Leah Thomas. Yeah. Discuss. Um, it shouldn't be a thing, uh, quite frankly. And I, I really don't have a problem saying this, but I don't give a shit what you do or what you think you are, what you want to be. I I do not care. I have zero care, but as soon as you start taking places of people who have worked their whole life to get to where they are, because you just decided that you wanted to switch and maybe it was a long decision, but it was a decision. Um, yeah. That's uh, bullshit, quite frankly. And I think I'd, one of the reasons I don't feel terrible saying this is because I think public sentiment is on my side in this regard. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Except the loud, except the loud people. Yeah, the loud minority. But I, think over, I think overall, everyone's like, that's so messed up. If, if you don't know the story, the there was a male swimmer for Yale or Penn. Penn, you Penn. I don't know. Penn. Yeah. An Ivy League school. And he was incredibly average. Um, and he had a sex change. And so now he is swimming on the women's side and has just won the national championship in the five hundred meter freestyle, I think. Yeah. Ahead of a US Olympian. Yeah. So, well, I mean, very I, interesting. first off, you know, and if you look at him, I mean, he's six, four. Yeah. So right and away, if you, know if you look at the picture, if you look at the picture yeah. um, of the, the winners, the top three, yeah. there's no question in my mind no, no, who's going to win that race. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, he swam at a collegiate level as a male right? for multiple years and then decided yeah. to make a change, which I'm not saying that he's faking it or doing it for any other reason. But at that point, it's not you don't get to choose. Go. You can continue competing with the man, the men. And you can be a woman, right? Yeah. That's just, uh, you know, I don't even. It's a no brainer. Yeah. There's no. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that, that it's messed up. I, I don't necessarily have the words to uh, figure it out, but I think did you see that the- I think that at that point you have to be so. Um. You have to be thinking about yourself so, so much to get to that point. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, this is something that I've thought about a lot because I listen to, um, Glenn Greenwald and he talks about how at the end of civilizations, people get overly obsessive with sex and gender and all of these things. And it's because life gets too good. 
Life gets so good that you sit around thinking about who you are and what you are way too much. Um, and we were meant to be, you know, fighting for food. Busy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, making things. And if you're the type of person who, you know, just sits around and thinks about who you are too much, I think it's going to lead you to one of these paths. Um, and it, it, I think it's pretty clear in like his research as well. Glenn Greenwald did research on trans, um, especially trans like teenagers and t- children. The, ma- the vast majority of them will be just gay rather than want to actually do a sex change. Um, and I think it's because we just start focusing too much on what ifs rather than just, you know, focusing on what you can do. But, you know, I don't have, I don't have that. uh, I don't have to go through that. So it's really difficult for me to hopefully sympathize. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see. I'll be a big ass lady. Just, I don't get it. Yeah. It's, um, it's hard to, it's hard to understand. Um, I don't care at all. Yeah. I I legitimately don't care. Being trans. I don't care. I don't care at all. It's just don't. I mean, it's similar. It's similar to the, it's, it's similar to, so for, for me, someone who is very religious and is pushing it on you, right? Is super aggressively pushing their religion on you. It's nearly the same thing. Right. Like just deal with your own shit. And like, then we can have a conversation about other things because this, that has no interest in me. Um, it's a difficult, (sighs) I don't know. I don't know what's right. I don't know what's wrong, but I, I feel like, uh, I feel like women should have the opportunity to keep their, their records and to uh, be be awesome women. <laughs> he shattered. He shattered the record too. Well, of course, dude. I mean, how tall is he? He's <laughs> got to be like six three at least. Six one apparently, or she, whatever. Six one. I mean, good God, he's only six one. Yeah, they're tiny. And it's Go just. Ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm three and a half inches taller than that guy, and he was towering over those women. Yeah. So uh, I just feel really bad for those girls, and you 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 saw how much they they didn't even legitimize it. Those those women no. did not legitimize him winning um, because yeah. I mean they took a picture with the fourth place. Yeah, uh, runner probably. up. Yeah. And that picture was freaking iconic. Yeah. Him, the, the trans, is it a trans woman, trans man? I don't know. Standing in, know. at the first They're place women. one. And then the three girls standing on the third place one together. Um, I don't know. I guess nothing brings you, <laughs> nothing brings women together like a man trying to hold them down. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's uh, I don't oh, know. Man. 
Unfortunately, I think that if this podcast were bigger, we would be getting attacked. Oh, we canceled. We'd yeah. be canceled. Um, yeah. So, you know. But you fact check it. Yeah, fact check it. I mean, we could be we could be totally wrong on this. We don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, that's a hard one for me to even contemplate. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it is for anybody. But the to think that the, it's not a problem is uh, idealistic, maybe. Or, you know, I just don't, I don't know how you could just be like, yeah, this guy can compete with the girls, even though we know he's going to shatter all their records. But they're a girl now. Right. Which, you know, I'm going to get in trouble for dead naming or dead, dead gendering or whatever. I don't understand that. It all comes down to hormones, testosterone levels. That's what determines girl and girl. Unfortunately, I think that it should be determined by your, how you, um, how did you go through puberty? Honestly, yeah. I bet what hormones did you have through puberty? Yeah. At that point, maybe we can talk about it a little bit more, but if there's a sex change at like 10, which is ridiculous, that happens regardless. Should be illegal. Yeah. Should. Yeah. Um, should be legal if they're under 18, 100%. Yeah. 25, fully developed brain. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, this, <laughs> this, uh, that guy doesn't, that kid doesn't even, isn't even allowed to rent a car without getting extra insurance. Yeah. Because they don't trust him, her. He's not on his own insurance. No. Period. They're still on their parents' insurance. I don't man. I think that uh I think that we should cut that out. I think that actually No, 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 not cut it out. I'm talking about the country should cut that oh. out. I think oh, we should yeah, I thought you cut out our podcast. I was like, really? No, no, no. No, no, absolutely not. Um I think that we should cut out being overwhelmingly supportive um all down participation awards yeah um, it really does all comes down to it if you're not succeeding as a man just change the woman you can get a trophy right Ugh, god man it's like that that argument's so difficult too like i don't even want to try and make that argument because like i said at the beginning i don't care if you feel like right. you're a woman if you want to make that change, that's great. But don't do it in the context of taking stuff away from other women. Right. Right. Um, and the fact that we have gotten to the point where you can't even support biological women because they're hurting non-biological women. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> like legitimately, that is so absurd. Women are the reason that our fucking world exists. And I'm not talking about transgender women. I'm talking about real fucking no. women who can have yeah. men, have babies. Right. 
Transgender women cannot fucking have babies. I, I just like, what is the fucking argument here, man? Right. I don't know. I'm mad. I, I it's just, I'm, <laughs> I'm mad, dude. I'm pissed. <laughs> You've been pissed whole podcast. Ever since I brought up the as in the coffee rose. Yeah, you, you got me started. You got me started right away. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is that this is a, a very circular podcast because the mentality of the people who are supporting um, that swimmer are the same mentality of the people who deserve, who think that they deserve more than $13 an hour to make fucking coffee. I agree. I mean, do something legitimate with your life. Yeah. I don't or know. just get a sex change and call it a day. I guess that that's where we're at. Unionize, get a sex change, unionize a coffee roastery, and. Dude, Peter, you get a sex change. You'll be, you, you go, we'll both get a sex Dude, change. You play, this, you'll play women's national team goalkeeper. I'll play women's national like, team forward. I won't even play my actual position. I'll play forward and I, I will. It sh- wouldn't even. I'll shit on them. It'd be, it'd be ridiculous. It wouldn't even, it's just not even a, every free kick you come up, you cross it to me. I score it. It's yeah. It's <laughs> I, yeah. It's, and I'm I not even, understand. we're not even going to compete for the U S because the U S is too dominant. We're going to go to Nigeria. We're going to play with the Nigerian and women. Win. Yeah. And we're going to beat the U S women. <laughs> but honestly, it's, I was having this conversation with my friend the other day. Like he was saying that, no, nah, I'm not gonna say this. Never mind. Okay. That's fair. I think we've, we've definitely gotten to a point where, We've said a, about as far as we can say, um, yeah. In it without, and I don't know that we would totally agree with what we said. Maybe a few weeks later, if we went any further, um, I'm not. Uh, we don't want. We're not trying to hurt anybody. Like the, our goals are not to hurt anybody, but we we conversation. We want to have conversations that are real and legitimate um, and should be fact-checked, quite frankly. So I think, I honestly think that that's episode eight. I think that that's it. Um, it was, it was, it was feisty. It was a feisty episode. And uh, Devin was feisty. Peter was someone. <laughs> Devin was feisty. Was, no, that's not true. You were not silent. <laughs> I may have been upset, but, um, you know, I think that this, the, the whole culture around give me more hashtag is just, uh, they just create, they just come up with new hashtags every single year. I mean, it's just the fucking easy shit. That's the easy way out, man. Yeah. Like I feel it too. I want to be like, shit, I want more money but I don't get to fucking go do that. And I'm not going to be the guy that goes, goes and does that. I'm going to go fucking make my own money. Right. And I'm in a great position on quite frankly, I'm privileged with my position and I understand that, but I want to make money so I can help other people make money. 
Because if I'm not the one making money, then maybe some other asshole is making money and he's a legitimate asshole and he doesn't give a shit about people. I know that I care about people. Well, I do, Peter. Don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) God damn it. I'm going to do something. I'm not. I'm not going to, but I could just see a future where I did something fucked up and someone cuts that, that, that moment of you going, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and i'm like fuck great great um, are you gonna get this instagram up and running or what i told you at 10 we've got two more to go so we're filming another one on wednesday right yeah yeah so we'll do nine on wednesday and then we'll be at 10 next week and we'll start posting to instagram and and the likes aye aye captain all right wrap this thing up yeah thank you guys for listening um like and subscribe leave a comment um, let us know if you agreed with leave any of our takes. Yeah. I mean, if you Literally leave a comment, if you actually, com- leave a if, if you completely disagreed with one of our takes, please let us know. Cause we want to, we want to have legitimate conversations. Um, and if you don't agree with it, then we'll bring it up and we'll rehash it. We'll think maybe, maybe someone can give us some good insight. Maybe we'll ask you onto the pod. Probably not because we don't know who you are, <laughs> but it's possible, right? You know, anything's possible. Um, and I know that you'd want to be on a podcast where we get zero views, a video, but, um, that's, you know, that's great. So thank you for listening. We will see you in episode nine. Goodbye.